Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. My name is Matt. And if you have noticed, Bitcoin number go down. The exact opposite of what we wanted to do, which is go up. And you're probably wondering, what the hell is going on? Bitcoin has dropped below $40,000. Actually, it dropped below $39,000. Not only has Bitcoin price affected everybody's portfolio, but it also impacted the Ordi and SAT tokens, which has sunk 12% and 16% respectively. And everybody's wondering why. Well, cash is flowing out of high-profile crypto funds because of the launch of the Bitcoin Spot ETF. Since the launch of the Bitcoin Spot ETF on January 11th, $2.9 billion was pulled out of top funds, such as Grayscale, CoinShares, and 21Shares. And 21Shares noted that $21 million went out of its fund just last week. So, this is not good. But you're probably wondering, what about the Spot ETF? Well, $2.9 billion came out of Bitcoin, while around $4.13 billion went into Bitcoin since its launch, which is a net of $1.25 billion. Look, there's a lot of things happening right now. Everything's getting rebalanced because of the Spot Bitcoin ETF. Why have a fund? Why have a trust if you can have a Spot Bitcoin ETF? Long story short is the downward pressure on the market is unbearable. I hope that you brought your bear spray because you got to fight them off. Gamey, I think that's how you say it, it's G-A-M-E-E, is a blockchain gaming project by Animoca Brands. And they confirmed the other day that their G-M-E-E contract that's on Polygon suffered an unauthorized access. What, what does that mean? That means that there was a theft. There was a breach of their contract where 600 million G-M-E-E tokens were stolen. Speaking of trickery and hacks, there's a verified Mac OS exploit targeting the latest version of the Mac OS system that can trick Bitcoin and Exodus wallet users into downloading a fake malicious version of their software. So this is going to be distributed through pirated applications. And unlike other proxy Trojans or software meant to take control of a computer remotely, this malware is focused on compromising the wallet applications. This crypto Trojan is unique in two ways. 
First, it uses DNS records to deliver its malicious Python script. And second, it doesn't just steal crypto wallets. It replaces a wallet application with its own infected version. This allows it to steal your private keys or your secret phrase used to access the cryptocurrency stored in the wallets. The malware is targeting macOS versions 13.6 and above. And it doesn't matter if you're running on Intel or Silicon devices. Apparently, the creators are actually very creative. And they're creative because they are hiding the Python script in a DNS server's record, increasing the malware's level of stealth in the network's traffic. Users should be extra cautious, especially with their cryptocurrency wallets. As Zach XBT tweeted, community alert, there's a fake ledger app on the official Microsoft App Store, which resulted in 16.8 Bitcoin, or about $600,000, stolen. That's shitty. That is so shitty. And this was going to a debate that I was having with my friend the other day, Paul McNeil. And if you've been in the space for a little bit, you know, 2016, 2017, 2018, we saw exchanges get hacked all the damn time. Do not keep your coins on exchanges, not your keys, not your cheese, right? But anymore, I haven't seen Coinbase have any exploits. I haven't seen Kraken have any exploits. I haven't seen Binance, Binance US have any exploits. And they've been relatively safe for quite some time. I think actually, not relatively, they've been safe for quite some time. Is it actually the best idea for everybody to self-custody? What do you think? Matt at dailycryptonews.net. I mean, look, some of them have insurance programs now. Some of them knows that if your crypto's there and it gets hacked, they're going to replace it. They have better security. They understand what's going on. If it's not your problem, like getting compromised for your you know, two-factor authentication, if you have that set up in your wallets and your you know, if, if everything's set up properly and securely, they will honor your balances. And so unless you're trying to fight against the Federal Reserve or whatever fiat currency you use in your home country, or you're just trying to have some sort of sovereignty when it comes to your money, then do you think the not your keys, not your cheese slogan is a one size fit all that everybody should follow? What do you think? Again, Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. This kind of goes into it as Donald Trump doubles down on his opposition to a central bank digital currency or a CBDC at his rally in New Hampshire on Monday night. He's basically praising former presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy for, I guess, leading him to this conclusion. He said, I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. That's what Trump said. So again, what do you think about CBDCs? Email me at matt at dailycryptonews.net because I think this is an interesting conversation. And it's not interesting because I, look, let me just get this out of the way. I don't like CBDCs. I think they're bad. I think that they're going to have all kinds of problems. There's going to be a Trojan horse of basically constitutional violations and human rights and civil rights and privacy rights violations that a central bank digital currency will usher in. And we're going to just welcome it in. However, here's the thing. If we enjoy instant digital payments, lower fees that are not from a private company, I mean, you know, Visa, MasterCard, that's 3%, right? You can get away with a lot cheaper than that when it comes to digital currency and global access to commerce, not to mention a slew of other pros to it. There's a way to stop money laundering, tracking terrorist financing, and et cetera, et cetera. You know, and if other countries are just saying like, hey, we'll just make a CDBEDC and their currencies are going to be more competitive on the global market, then how are we going to compete? Now, I know traditionalists or conservatives are going to say, hey, let's just use greenbacks. That's the only money we need. But at the end of the day, we're going to start being left behind in the ability of our dollar. If we want to settle, you know, global payments or have like oil pegged to the dollar where they have to use U.S. dollars to trade oil, for example, or anything, any kind of commodity globally, and we want it to be pegged to the U.S. dollar, you're going to have to create a system 
that allows it to be cheaper, faster, and more accessible, right? Especially if they exist in other currencies. And so here's the thing. Again, I'm not endorsing a CBDC. However, I will say that the US dollar is going to have to stay competitive. And if there's ways to make the US dollar more competitive, how are we not going to transition into some sort of CBDC? That's why I think that this is important to not just deny the CBDC, which means, yes, you're denying the bad aspects of the CBDC, but you're not also acknowledging that there might be good aspects to a CBDC. And we have to figure out what the bad aspects are so we can nip those in the bud in the Constitution, in amendments, in just uh, legislation, for example. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And maybe, and maybe with a... And maybe with the inevitability of sort of some sort of digital currency that will be global and facilitate this global commerce, let's start working on laws that protect our constitutional rights or civil rights or privacy rights and enshrine it that we can hodl our own currency in our own wallets without government inter interference. And I think that that's what people want is they don't want surveillance. They don't want interference. They don't want they don't want the government to be able to seize their funds with the click of a mouse. Right. And this is all part of it. And so, again, the thing I don't like about the CBDC conversation is I think currency is going digital. It has many advantages as we see day to day with credit cards or Apple Pay. We see it with crypto. We see it with many different aspects of digital assets. And we want to ignore those benefits for a political talking point of CBDCs are bad. And acknowledging those good things are going to make the different countries' fiat currencies more competitive. At the same time, globally, they will be adopted making the US dollar less competitive and therefore we'll inevitably have to usher in a CBDC or some kind of digital currency to stay competitive. And when we do that, those rights and those infringements that we're talking about were never discussed, never legislated upon, never put into our constitution, never put into some sort of never put into some kind of civil rights or privacy rights bill or legislation or law. And therefore we'll just get steamrolled. What do you think? Matt at dailycryptonews.net. It's like with any technology, technology is going to make different things or different industries or different sectors more efficient, cheaper, faster, and so on and so forth. And if we do not figure out ways to incorporate it into the United States or wherever you're listening to this, your government or your um, industry or your economy or your fiat or your currency or your central banks, I mean, depending on what technology we're talking about, it's just going to put people at a disadvantage because these technologies are coming out to create a product that is going to be less friction, cheaper, faster. And if we don't use it, it's going to be a competitive disadvantage instead of an advantage. But there are monster, massive risks to using it. Got to nip those in the bud. And we have to have this conversation. 
What do you think? Again, Matt at DailyCryptoNews.net. This next headline is very misleading. It says that Ethereum DeFi gets gasless, in air quotes, trading with new 0x API. And this is from TX Relay. And it says that it facilitates gasless swaps or the ability to swap between cryptocurrencies without spending any ETH on gas fees, which is not true. Why? Because the cost of the gas is then added into the swap and paid by users in the form of the token they're swapping. And so basically, it's just bundling your gas fees into the token. So it's not like you have to buy the thing that you want to buy and then send the currency that you want to send and then pick how much gas you want to spend on it. It just bundles it in there so it makes sure that the transaction goes through without any failed transactions because you didn't pay enough gas for it, which does happen. I think it's something like 8 to 10% of the time. <laughs> and everybody's had this issue and it's really annoying. But even though this makes it very convenient, it just sounds like this is turning into more of a centralized service and centralized system where Visa and MasterCard just tax on, uh, you know, 3% and everybody's happy to use it because it's so convenient. Instead of just saying, hey, why don't we just use the cheaper gas fee or the more expensive gas fee to make the transactions go faster or slower, which gives us sovereignty of how much money we're spending. I don't know. This seems like an evolution that's almost inevitable because people don't want to deal with it. Yet it's just leading us back down to the same path. And now, just like always, before we get too rambly today, because I'm in a mood, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 10.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greets at 49. It is neutral, but it's inching toward fearful. Why? Because Bitcoin is in at $39,224, down 3.2% in 24. 9% in 7. Ethereum is at $2,222, down 6.2%. Yeah, so just 6% in 24 or 13% in 7. This is just horrible. Tether's number 3, Binance is under 300 at 295, down 4.4% in 24. And Solana's at 8291, down 4% in 24 or 15% in 7. Here's Matt going to go on and say, hey, it looks like a good buy for Solana right now. <laughs> Running off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Doge, and avalanche and by the way doge is down around seven eh, percent in 24 five percent in seven but it did have a little pump yesterday when twitter announced that they're going to roll out its payments system and since they didn't confirm anything about using doge for payments payments doge went up and then went back down and we'll see what happens to doge in the future the total market cap is sitting at 1.52 trillion down about 4%. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 50.2 and an ETH dominance of 17.5. And that was your show today. My name is Matt. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.